Welcome to Fear and Greed, the week ahead. As always, I'm with economist Stephen Kukoulis. You'll find him at thekook.com and on Twitter using the handle thekook. T-H-E-K-O-U-K. Stephen, good morning. Good morning, Sean. How did you recover from last week? It was a massive week. We had the Reserve Bank, we had GDP, we had all sorts of partial indicators. Did you enjoy it? I did. It was something to sort of look at every day and, in fact, several times a day to see just how this economy ended 2021. That was with the GDP number and then how we've kicked off 2022 with a range of those partial indicators. So lots to look at in terms of the hard data. And then the RBA put out its statement where obviously they left things on hold. But again, they were flagging that the economy is doing quite well. So just if, if we wrap all that up, which is a bit difficult because so much was there, Josh Frydenberg was particularly, the treasurer was particularly enthusiastic about how things had kicked off in 2022. Reserve Bank was too. There's sort of reason to be fairly optimistic, notwithstanding floods, notwithstanding Ukraine, you know, stuff to look forward to. Yes. Look, I, I think they're both right that the, the numbers on the economy, so the hard facts a good, you know, the GDP result, 3.4% for the December quarter, 4.2% through the course of 2021 is, you know, that's good growth in anybody's language, even allowing for a bit of a bounce back from 2020, when we, of course, had the worst of the COVID recession. But, you know, the year ended well, the year's kicked off pretty well. And okay, there are some huge issues obviously going on in geopolitics and the, and the floods down the East Coast are, are not good news. And they will be a a clear handbrake on the momentum in the economy. But that said, the conditions in terms of consumer spending, in terms of the housing cycle, and while house prices have slowed off a bit, they're still pretty robust across most of the country. And you've got this scenario now where the, well, one of the interesting effects, and it's sort of a bit, sounds a bit unfair to sort of say this, but Australia is a major beneficiary of this global conflict or the conflict in Ukraine because commodity prices are absolutely booming. Wheat, copper, iron ore, they're all bouncing back. Natural gas and, okay, oil, we are an importer of oil, but energy we do export in net terms and the coal price has gone gangbusters again. So in a funny way, our economy does benefit from these commodity price dislocations, but the prices are all going up. Okay. So we're in pretty good fettle. If you look forward to what's happening this week, there's business confidence aims their job ads. We'll get to those in a moment. But Dr. Phil Lowe, the RBA boss, is speaking. Do you think he'll say anything much different? I mean, he only spoke a couple of weeks ago, but there's been a fair bit going on in the world since then. Yeah, a lot going on. And when they put out their statement last week accompanying the uh, the board meeting of last Tuesday, if you cut through sort of the references to uncertainty because of Ukraine, because of uncertainty with uh, still lingering effects of COVID-19, and we're not exactly sure how that's going to be panning out, there were a good 10 or 12 references to strong economic conditions. Inflation was, yeah. inflation was higher than the RBA was anticipating. Wages growth is picking up. So there were lots of those sorts of positive things within that. And and clearly, that's that good news that we were talking about just a moment ago. So I wouldn't be at all surprised if these speeches um, coming up later this week on Wednesday and then on Friday are confirming uh, that he's got an upbeat view on the economy and that he's not poised to hike interest rates. Arguably, he could or should, but he's not going to because he's just got that uncertainty about those things that we've just mentioned. So let's talk about wages. They've got ANZ job ads this week and also payroll data. Yes, the job ads, well, they were down the last couple of months, having boomed through the course of 2021, and they were down because of the 
Omicron hit to the economy, I suppose we can call it, when a few businesses did close down and people stayed at home. They got sick and they isolated and all the rest of it. So I wouldn't be at all surprised to see that bouncing back. The payrolls number, which doesn't have a long history. So we economists, we, we want a long time series to be able to interpret the swings and roundabouts on this thing. But the last monthly one that we saw had you know employment doing well. So the payrolls that businesses are paying for the number of people was going up. But the extraordinary thing, and this is where this wages question come in, which of course feeds into you know the RBA and Dr. Lowe's views on the economy and inflation risks and these sorts of things. It does have a uh, some sort of measure of wage increases there. And the last month it was absolutely booming. And it's signaling that through a combination of more jobs, more hours, and even underlying pay increases, that there's something happening in the wages front. So we'll watch that one very closely for more clues and hints that wages growth is in fact picking up. Okay, and the other one this week is business confidence. I wonder whether that's been knocked around by recent events. Oh, look, it's extremely choppy. There's no doubt that the business uh, survey for confidence conditions and then the subcomponents, you know, is profitability good and are you planning to hire more people and what's your expected selling prices? So there's a lot of subsets to that business confidence survey, which makes it so good, by the way. And it has been pushed and pulled at the latter part of 2021. So January, it was also, you know, down sharply in terms of business confidence. Business conditions were good. So we'll be looking at that for some sort of rebound. But as you alluded to, the um, issue associated with the Ukraine and now the floods. I'm not quite sure what the timing of the survey was. It may not have captured the full effects of these floods down the East Coast, but we'll be watching it closely, maybe not for the headline confidence number, but more for, you know, are you hiring staff? Are you putting up your selling prices? Are you planning to increase your capex through the course of the next 12 months? Stephen, enjoy the week. Thank you, Sean. You too. That was economist Stephen Kukulis, better known as The Kook. You can find him at thekook.com and follow him on Twitter using the handle The Kook. I'm Sean Aylmer, and this is Fear and Greed, the week ahead. 